So hey there, this is Kaylee Hendrickson on the campus of Huntington University. You are listening to Rooted. Make sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can catch us every Thursday evening at 7 on 105.5 WQHU. And as always, you can stream Forrester Radio anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com or through the iTunes app. Today I'm sitting down with Justin Fall. He is the Chief of Police at HU. So welcome, Justin. Thank you. So I was reading a little bit about you on the Huntington University website, and I just thought I'd read a little a little blurb from there just about your background. So before coming to HU, he worked as a police officer for the city of Marion, Indiana, since 1997. He spent over 20 years working on the force and held the ranks of corporal, sergeant, lieutenant, and captain. He was assigned to the detective division for 12 years and worked on a wide variety of cases. He was also a member of the SWAT team for five years. So with all this background, could you just tell us maybe a little bit about your family background and like your family Sure. Um, I'm married to my wife, Linda. Um, we've been married for uh, almost 10 years now. And uh, I have an um, eight-year-old son, uh, Justin Jr. And, uh, and so that uh, my wife is not uh, confused about who she's yelling at, she hollers JJ at him. So, Aww, um, that's so cute. So um, what do you think that your biggest takeaway from your time in Marion was? Whew. Uh, That's a good question. Um, I've got lots of takeaways. Um, uh, I would say uh, as far as uh, my highlight of my training career um, would have been uh, attending the FBI National Academy. Uh, The Marion Police Department afforded me that opportunity uh, to go into the selection process for that. Um, uh, uh, The state of Indiana gets to send five police officers every year to the uh, FBI National Academy and uh, I put in with uh, many, many other police officers, and uh, I made the cut of those five uh, for that uh, session in the 250th session in uh, 2012. So uh, that was probably the highlight of uh, my career as far as training goes. Um, I'd say some other another takeaway from the Marion Police Department would be my investigative skills uh, that I acquired over those 12 years of being a detective. Wow, I didn't realize how like strict that was of getting into the FBI Academy. That's crazy. Yes, less than uh, uh, the statistic is actually is uh, less than one percent of all law enforcement officers in the entire world get to go to that academy. Wow, that's awesome that you made it. What an honor! Yeah, it was a big honor, and uh, I was proud to uh, represent the Marion Police Department and uh, proud to represent the state of Indiana uh, in that session. Yeah. So, what do you think? Um, I mean, just from all your work that you did, even as a detective in the detective department, what would you say that one of your craziest cases would be if you could, I don't know, pick a case? So um, probably one of the craziest cases I've ever worked um, didn't happen that long ago, actually. Uh, uh, We had a uh, lady that was in town uh, telling people that she had uh, um, cancer and that she was uh, going through some uh, chemo treatments and she had gotten several uh, donations from people and was uh, selling T-shirts and selling bracelets and had basically uh, lied about having uh, cancer. And she was basically uh, running a scam and uh, bilked people out of uh, money. 
Um, so that that was probably one of the craziest cases I worked because uh, it involved some internet things. Uh, this particular lady was actually uh, taking uh, pictures uh, off of cancer websites and was uh, cropping herself into these uh, uh, pictures off these cancer websites and so on and so forth. So it got a little bit uh, a little bit crazy. Oh my goodness! Like you hear about like so many people like going through the struggle and that I don't know then just faking that. That's Wow, that'd be crazy. So what would what would you say um, would be one of your most dangerous cases that you've ever worked on? So actually, throughout my 12 years in the detective division, I've uh, worked many, many, many um, serious cases uh, from robbery to uh, rape to uh, homicide uh, to uh, child molest, um, just some horrific uh cases honestly and uh, you can actually probably probably see it more than what the listeners can see but uh, the emotion on my face probably changes when i uh, speak about those um because it still are they're they're gut-wrenching cases uh they're involving children um they're involving people that have uh passed away by violent circumstances um, and it's not all uh, what it's cracked up to be. It's it's not TV. That's that's what I can tell you. So, I've had many many of those cases, um, and uh, I tell you, I, I got into this job um, because my father was a police officer, um, and I really never knew what 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 he did. I, I, I mean, I knew he was a policeman, but I never knew what he did. And then I got into the job myself, and then you figure out the things that other that humans do to other humans is is horrific at times. And so they're all kind of gut wrenching. Um, they all kind of run together in my head. Um, I, I have many many stories that I could tell, many cases uh, that I could tell. I've uh, um, been fortunate enough to get a lot of confessions from uh, people that have done some very bad things uh, up into uh, killing people and uh, it's uh, those are gut-wrenching wrenching cases they're gut-wrenching because you're dealing with victims uh, victims families that have uh, this you know this person has passed away and you are basically speaking for the person that can't speak or you're speaking for the person that is looking for justice and uh, it's the, they 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 go right to your heart for sure. Yeah, how do I mean? How do you even deal with all that pain and I mean just the cruelty of life? Well, um, that's kind of interesting, really. Um, there's actually a, a a good book out on the market. Um, not that I, I I don't get any paid any money to uh, 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 drop his name or drop his book or anything like that, but it's probably the best book that I've ever read. Um, and, uh, I'm not much on reading to be honest with you. Uh, but this book was actually a book that I've read a few, a few times, actually I've, uh, uh dove into it. And, uh, uh, the author is Dr. Gil Martin. And, uh, he talks in this uh, book about, uh, how do you deal with, uh, basically managing of stress of police work. And, uh, so some of the things that you can do are to uh, – you can exercise uh, to de-escalate yourself. Um, you can eat right and try to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And uh, believe it or not, uh, and this is the problem because most police officers, I'll be honest with you, most police officers don't go out seeking uh, counseling and try to talk to people even though that's what they tell you that you, that you should do. And 
uh, I, I certainly fall into that category. Um, I, I don't really uh, talk about things uh, uh, when it comes to that. I've uh, basically I uh, vent to my wife a lot uh, back uh, when when I was uh, doing those, and uh, she's very supportive and uh, things of that nature. But there are also some cases that she really don't want to hear about, you know. So you don't want to drag other people in into it with you. But uh, so I try to I try to eat right. I try to uh, exercise uh, routinely, and I just try to uh, maintain myself a uh, uh, healthy healthy lifestyle, so to speak. Yeah. How do you think that your faith has been integrated in um, both your work in Marion and all of these hard cases and even now at Huntington? Like, has your faith helped you in any way through those hard times? Oh, sure. One hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, you have to be um, uh, your foundation has to be uh, uh, with God. And uh, you have to uh, I I, I hate to even uh, use uh, uh, since we're at Huntington, I hate to even use this, but I'm actually uh, friends with the basketball coach at uh, IW, uh, Coach Tonigal, and uh, I-, I will tell you that I uh, follow his uh, principle of uh, I am third, and uh, so so God comes comes to me first, and then my uh, my family or my teammates, and, and then I- I'm third, and uh, I will always uh, operate uh, on that principle. So I think uh, surely, uh, as long as you have uh, God at the top, everything else will fall into place. Yeah. And what do you think made you come back to HU after so many years? Because you graduated from HU and now you're back here. So what made that switch or why did you come back? So um, the way it worked uh, with city, uh, with the city police department and our pension program um, uh, in the state of Indiana that we have, um, you can actually retire from uh, the police department with 20 years of service and uh, lock your pension in. So uh, I hit 20 years of service uh, on like February 24th of uh, this year. Um, okay. So it would have been my 20 years. And uh, this job became available sometime in um, June or July, I think, um, if I remember right. And uh, I just viewed this as an opportunity to, hey, maybe I can uh, come back and give back to the university that gave so much to me. Yeah. So why you mentioned that there became a job opening. Um, what was the cause of the job opening here at Huntington? So uh, Barry Cochran, uh, my predecessor, uh, was the chief of police here uh, for many years. Uh, I want to say he was here for over 20 years. And uh, he decided to retire. And so once he retired, uh, uh, the administration of HU opened uh, the position up and uh, I applied for the position. And I think there were several other candidates that, uh, that applied. And uh, uh, here we are. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've heard from another couple other students that you seem really involved, like on campus and doing different things like um, and you have like a, I've heard that you've had like a really good heart for students. Like what, what makes you have this heart for students? <laughs> so, um, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I just like people and, <laughs> uh, I can talk with the best of them. Uh, so I, I like to talk, uh, I like to talk to people and, um, I, I just, um, this is a, this campus is a, is, is a great place to be. Um, it, for the most part, um, where I was before um, in, in my career, uh, in my job, uh, you don't really have contact with the great people of the world, okay? Um, this is different. Um, here, everybody likes the police. 
and where I was before, some of the people you deal with really, really aren't, uh, they're not police friendly. So this is a little bit of a different environment um, than what I'm used to. And, uh, you, you know, I'm going to take advantage of it. So uh, I, I, I like talking to the students. I like being uh, supportive of them. I mean, I've uh, been to soccer games. I've been to tennis matches. I've been to the volleyball games. Uh, I'll continue to go to uh, uh, events. I've uh, been to some of the uh, student activity board events. Like I'm going to go to the dance tonight, uh, uh, stop in there. So, uh, yeah, you, you know, I, I want the students at HU to feel comfortable with me, uh, feel comfortable talking to me. If they have some personal issue going on in their life and they think they may need to talk to a police officer that can maybe help them through something, I want them to feel uh, able to come over and knock on my door, call the campus police phone, talk to me, set up an appointment with me, uh, talk to me. And, you know, I just want to be there to assist them any way that I can. Well, thank you so much, Justin Fall, um, for just coming and joining us on this episode of Rooted. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes and SoundCloud. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio on 105.5 WQHU over the air in Huntington or go to ForresterRadio.com.